Lady with the Dog. By Anton Chekhov. People were telling one another that a newcomer had been seen on the promenade, a lady with a dog. Dmitry Dmitrich Gurov had been a fortnight in Yalta and was accustomed to its ways, and he too had begun to take an interest in fresh arrivals. From his seat in Vernet's outdoor cafe, he caught sight of a young woman passing along the promenade. She was fair and not very tall. After her trotted a white Pomeranian. Later he encountered her in the municipal park and in the square several times a day. She was always alone, and the Pomeranian always trotted at her side. Nobody knew who she was, and people referred to her simply as the lady with the dog. If she's here without her husband and without any friends, thought Gurov, it wouldn't be a bad idea to make her acquaintance. He was not yet 40, but had a 12-year-old daughter and two sons in high school. He had been talked into marrying in his third year at college, and his wife now looked nearly twice as old as he did. She was a tall woman with dark eyebrows, erect, dignified, imposing, and, as she said of herself, a thinker. She was a great reader, called her husband Dmitri, D-I-M, instead of Dmitri, D-M, and though he secretly considered her shallow, narrow-minded, and dowdy, he stood in awe of her and disliked being at home. He had first begun deceiving her long ago, and he was now constantly unfaithful to her, and this was no doubt why he spoke slightingly of women, to whom he referred as the lower race, he considered that the ample lessons he had received from bitter experience entitled him to call them whatever he liked, but without this lower race he could not have existed a single day. He was bored and ill at ease in the company of men with whom he was always cold and reserved, but felt quite at home among women, and knew exactly what to say to them and how to behave. He could even be silent in their company without feeling the slightest awkwardness. There was an elusive charm in his appearance and disposition which attracted women and caught their sympathies. He knew this, and was himself attracted to them by some invisible force. Repeated and bitter experience had taught him that every fresh intimacy— while at first introducing such pleasant variety into everyday life and offering itself as a charming light adventure, inevitably developed into a problem of excessive complication leading to an intolerably irksome situation, especially in Moscow, where they are so irresolute and slow to move. But every time he encountered an attractive woman, he forgot all about this experience, the desire for life surged up in him, and everything suddenly seemed simple and amusing. One evening, then, while he was dining at the restaurant in the park, the lady with the dog came strolling up and took a seat at a neighboring table. Her expression, gait, dress, coiffure, all told him that she was from the upper classes, that she was married, 
that she was in Yalta for the first time, alone and bored. The accounts of the laxity of morals among visitors to Yalta are greatly exaggerated, and he paid no heed to them, knowing that, for the most part, they were invented by people who would gladly have transgressed themselves, had they known how to set about it. But when the lady sat down at a neighbouring table a few yards away from him, these stories of easy conquests, of excursions to the mountains, came back to him, and the seductive idea of a brisk transitory liaison, 